A number of years ago, two of my children were in a, uh, a little league baseball, uh, baseball league that didn't keep score. They, um, the kids were young, they just wanted to give the kids the experience of being on a team and having some fun without the pressure of feeling like they need to compete or they need to win and it sounded like a great concept. The, uh, the, first, the first afternoon that my boys had a game, it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon and I'm sitting in the bleachers talking with the parents, having a good time, nobody's keeping score. And, um, and then eventually the umpire announces to everyone, this is going to be the last inning. So our boys team was going to bat once and then the other team would have their turn. And uh, my boys team, they didn't do so well in that part of the inning and it went very, very quickly. But the, but the, next, uh, the next inning, it didn't go so quickly. The, uh, the other team kept scoring run after run after run after run. Their, um, people kept coming around the bases. Um, in baseball, of course, you need to get three outs before the inning is over, and they had one out when they had runners on first base and second base. When this kid comes up to the, up to the plate, and this kid hits a line drive out into the outfield, the runners on first and second, they score, and then the kid who hit the line drive out into the outfield, he's rounding the bases, and as he turns around third base to come into home, all of his teammates come running out of the dugout to meet him at home plate as if he just scored the winning run in a league where you don't count runs. But of course, the reason the kids came running out of the dugout, only when that kid crossed the plate, and the reason all the parents of those kids started screaming with pure delight, and the reason why even the umpire said the game was over at that point, was because in this league where nobody was keeping score, everybody was keeping score. <laughs> we knew. Um, we knew that that run was one more than the number of runs my boys team, my boys team had, and everybody, and everybody knew it. They, uh, they kept score. So what do I tell my kids on the way home? It's like, well, good job, boys. You didn't officially lose, <laughs> but of course, they were keeping score. They knew. They keep score. And keeping score has quite a bit to do with our anger in life. And when we give ourselves permission to be more angry than we ought to be, we have this expectation that life is supposed to be fair. That life is supposed to be fair, and so we keep score, and we tell ourselves, well, if such and such is nice to me, then I will be nice to them. But if such and such is not nice to me, then watch out, because I have, then I have the right to be angry towards them. Or if such and such a person gives me exactly what I'm expecting, and exact, gives me the good things that I'm hoping for, well, then I will reciprocate, and I will do good things for them. But if they withhold from me the good things that I'm expecting, then they should not expect that I'm going to be kind towards them at all, and I might just let them know how unhappy and angry I am at them. There are, two trouble, there are two problems with that expectation. Firstly, Jesus does not give us the right to expect fair treatment in this world. He said flat out to his disciples, in this world you will have much trouble, even if you aren't the cause of any trouble. Or another way to say it is, we don't have the right to expect to be treated any better than Jesus was when he came into this world. The other problem with those types of expectations, going through life expecting to be treated fairly, expected that things are going to be even, is that if we walk through life going through that way, uh, expecting those things, then we run the risk of running through life without God. Because that's not the way that God operates. I mean, really, the question of the Christian life is, am I happy to have God and nothing else? That's what it means to love God more than anything. Am I happy to have God's love even if I don't have the love of anyone else? Even if I don't have anyone else's acceptance or approval or a fair treatment? 
If the answer is no, then we are running the risk of walking through life without God. And God knows how hard it is to walk through this life. He himself knows what it's like to be oppressed and afflicted. We hear that many times in Scripture. We've talked about it sometimes already this week. Let me read you another passage from Scripture from Isaiah chapter 53, where it says that he, Jesus, was oppressed and afflicted. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And not because he did anything wrong, not because he was a troublemaker. And how did he respond? He did not open his mouth. As a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. And why did he not open his mouth? Because he was happy having you and nothing else. You and nothing else. And if you have a God like that, you don't need things to be fair because you have the promise that one day it'll all be perfect. Hey, what's up everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, we certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes and we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support and we'll talk to you soon.